like, man, I wish we was so much more like transparent when we was first starting because like, uh, like if you believe it and like you really know that you, you know, you're going to make it happen and you really, you know, doing your best every single day, hundred percent, like not, not saying you're doing your best, but you're really not really out there doing what you need to do. You're going to get to where you're going to get to. Like you literally going to get there. Like I promise you, like just, just speaking it out in the world alone is already putting you halfway there. How y'all doing? It's Marlon Watts, co-owner and CEO of World Envision. It is Nicholas Clark, co-owner and designer of World Envision. Hey, we got a special episode for you guys today. We got Ashantia with Clash Clothing. Uh, we're going to be giving you the best advice for starting your clothing brand. For those of you who don't know uh, us, we started this brand with 12 shirts and $120, and we have now expanded into from a 100-square-foot box into a 20,000-square-foot warehouse. We have over 30 team members that help us out. And literally, man, we just dropping these jewels, making these videos to show you the ropes, give you the game, the blueprint, and um, I mean, just be able to trust, inspire people to trust in their vision. Facts. So look, if you if you've been following us and subscribe to our channel, welcome back. And if you haven't, hey, make sure you subscribe, like this video, run us up, and we about to get into it. We about to get into it. Let's 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 do it. Let's. So one, I want to say this would be the first solo woman to be on the podcast. So let's give her a. Up. So who's going to be next? Who's right. going to be next? She's about to set the tone for y'all out there. So we're going we gonna, we gonna to need to do more of these. All right? Yep. Yep. Let's get it. So uh, just tell us a little bit about your brand and, you know, where you're from and why you started. Okay. Well, my name is Ashantia. Um, I am from Virginia, but okay. I currently live in Georgia. So okay. that's where I came from today. But um, my I, have a, I own a clothing brand called Clash by Ashantia. And I started... I started ideas of the brand in 2017, but I didn't really start the brand until um, last year. No, about a couple of years ago. And I've officially been in business for a year now. But um, I started the brand just because I have a love for fashion and I felt like I needed something that I could create a lifestyle from mm -hmm. that, you know, could pay my bills and then help my family, you know, get into whatever they want to get into as well. And the name, I feel like the meaning of my brand is all in the name. Um, I named this brand after my late grandmother. Okay. Um, her, her name was Clarine. And okay. I used the first three letters of her name and the first three letters of mine. So it's Clarine and Ashantia, you get Clash. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, tell them about, so um, I, I, I think we met at the Upgrade Conference, right? So tell them about that, like, uh, well, I mean, we talked about it before on, on YouTube, like we went to Atlanta, had an upgrade conference, and we met you though. So tell them about how you actually, how did you even get right here today? Like how you met us, how you even got, tell them a little bit about that. How was the upgrade conference? Yeah. So the upgrade conference, that was my first time being in a room with so many entrepreneurs. Like, mm -hmm. it was crazy to me, but... Um, I had just moved to Atlanta in June. Mm -hmm. Upgrade Conference was in August. And so I had heard about it, I think, in July. And I was like, oh, I got to be there. So, like, because <laughs> I wanted to meet y'all. That was, I seen that um, James, yeah. he was the one that was hosting it. Shout out to my boy, James. Right. So I saw, I saw that he was the one hosting it. So when I saw that y'all were going to be special guests there, I was like, okay, yeah, I got to go. Yeah. And so 
I um I got my ticket, everything. I went and I had general admission, mm -hmm. but I still got to talk to y'all and you know get some questions out and things like that. And for one, y'all were so down to earth. Like Appreciate it's crazy. You welcome. It's crazy because like when you meet people that have like bigger brands, you kind of think that they're gonna be a little standoffish and things like that. But y'all wasn't like that. And um, but yeah, it was a it was a dope conference. I really learned a lot. And um, I met a lot of people as well. I think that was the most important thing. And then um, I spoke with someone, I, I forgot his name, but I spoke with him uh, at the conference about the after event. And he was like, I was like, how do I upgrade my ticket? Because I need to be at the after event. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I'm just getting to you. <laughs> and so <laughs> so we, me and this girl, we ended up at the after event. And that's how I met y'all and was able to talk more. Mm -hmm. And me and you connected. I ended up getting your contact. And so I was talking to um, one of my friends. He owns a brand called Black as well. I'm pretty sure y'all mm -hmm. know about that too. Mm -hmm. But um, I was like, man, I want to be on the podcast one day. Like, <laughs> it's crazy, all these people, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, don't you have one of their numbers? And I was like, you right. Like, so I hit you up like, you know, what's the criteria? How do I get on the podcast? And just so happy, and and just so happy, like a lot of our subscribers was, you know, looking for a woman entrepreneur, looking for us to put, you know, a woman out there, and we think that it's very important, you know, to uh, display women entrepreneurs because I honestly think that's gonna be the next big thing. Right. So we want to be there. It is the, it is it the, is big the next thing big right thing. Now. So we want to be there to support, you know the women entrepreneurs out there. So any women entrepreneur that's looking to get on the podcast, go ahead on, put your ad name in the comments, put your, uh, and put your website so we could check you out. But make sure y'all run this video. We, we, we can't get nothing less than a thousand likes on this. This, this one is that special. <laughs> so make sure y'all run us up and it's time to get into the questions. Let's do yep. it. Hey, best advice. So I know you got some, I know you got some great questions for us, uh, for people that's just getting started. All right, so what you got? Talk to us. So um, one of my first questions is because I know where y'all started and where y'all are where y'all are now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so one of my first questions was, when did you have that wow moment or that aha moment? Like we really have a company, company. We had like, like, we got a company, company. Right, a company. <laughs> Not a company, a company, company. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it twice, huh? Look, I'm gonna I'm just say like to be honest with you, bro. Like we be we like we got we have big goals like and we see ourselves really taking this thing to somewhat huge and we really wanna um like just keep on just pushing and staying hungry honestly like not trying to just you know we, we you know seeing success and just like like dang we on now I feel like we ain't never really was just like we on now you get what I'm trying to say we really like just stay down um, even when people be every time we see somebody with a shirt on we like. Like love, love the shirt. Love what you got. Love, love what you wearing. Appreciate you. But um, I feel like man, we we so tough on ourselves and we work so hard that for me at least, I never was like we we made it now. You know what I mean? Because we still really pushing and trying to just um keep fighting with ourselves and being better. You know, each and every day. And um, only you know us out myself is my only you know competition, and I just want to be better each day. So I say um. I think when we hit hundred mil, then I might be like, ooh, ah, company, company. wow, we on. <laughs> yeah, I understand it. And for me, I say it became a, a 
a wild moment when we moved into this headquarters. Because um, when we, one, when we first started, we were basically like just in a small office room, I would say. And then we expanded out of that and we moved into this place called the uh, Tech Point, which was a little bit bigger, but it was still, it was just bigger because it had more rooms for us to utilize. So it was literally still where you could like pop your head through one of the doors and see the whole building. But like now, everything is in his own department, his own space, you know, inventory is all on the floor before it was just along the walls. And like just seeing, like going back, if you, so anybody watching this YouTube video right now, you can go back to a, a video maybe, maybe two years, maybe could, only be could. two years ago. You could see the you Enterprise Center, and, and, yeah. and you could see the Tech Point if you go and watch the, 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 10, the, the 10, 10 square foot warehouse video. And if you go back to how to ship 500 orders in a, um, one day, you can actually see the two offices that we elevated from. And I feel like when we got here, it was like, damn, like this. You, you know, we operate out of 20,000 square feet, but the actual warehouse is 100. So just being able to see it and seeing where it was and how we had moving down the warehouse, like makes us like, damn, this, yeah, it's a company company. You know, people coming in, you know, they, they checking in. We got meetings, you know, we doing podcasts, like, like it's everything, all every we moving around all day, every day, uh, and that's when like kind of was like, damn, we, you don't notice it until you're doing it. So it's not like when it happened, you like, oh wow, wow. it just be like, after the year end, and you be like, you know, we we do a Thanksgiving dinner and a Christmas and a Christmas party. So like the Thanksgiving dinner this year, we had like 150, 175. It get bigger and bigger every day. And, I mean every year. And you could see like, damn, like yeah, this this growing. This you know, people really believe in what we got. So um, just us, you know, moving into this warehouse is when we really had our aha aha moment. Gotcha. All right, so I know with me, I'm by myself right now with my brand, um, just still trying to expand. So what's your advice on starting out and getting inventory? Like, Because I have kind of like an issue with differentiating, having... Um, a bunch of different types of products mm -hmm. or different designs. Um, I kind of try to focus on one thing, and then, then go to the when next. that sells like, so out, you, I go to the to the next. Do you have? Is it uh, is it all women, all men, or unisex, or like how does it? How did? Because I see like the shirt you got on. Is it is that a woman's shirt or is it just? So this is a unisex shirt, and okay. I just like tied it up. But uh, <laughs> but right now I'm doing unisex, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of feeling like that was another one of my questions for y'all too. But um, I'm kind of feeling like I want to go back into the uh, women's side of it because that's how I started. That's what I'm, you know, real passionate about. And then just kind of move into unisex once As I, it going? Mm -hmm. yeah. I say like uh, for, for just like inventory purposes, like, um, I mean, just get as much as you can starting out. Like, I'm not saying like spend all of your money and not have no money left. Like, uh, you know, whatever you, you know, initially invest in the business, like if you take a thousand dollars to invest in the business, um, use that thousand dollars for merchandise. Don't really just, uh, you know, uh, bite off more than you could chew. You know, just start with that and um, just keep on flipping it from there. But like, I would say, like we were just talking about this and I say like, uh, don't be afraid though to, you know, get more than you think that you can handle at that moment. So let's just say if you, you like, man, I'm about to get 24, um, don't be afraid to, you know, get 50, you know, you know, and try to, uh, Use that, use that as motivation to, you know, go out there and start selling it. So, like, with us, I'm going to tell you from, ex from experience with us, like, we started with 12 shirts. We flipped it, got 24, then got 48. But then we got to a point where we were just like, 
when are we gonna get our first thousand shirts? You get what I'm saying? Like, what we, what we, what's taking us so long? And I feel like once we got that first thousand and we seen how fast we sold them, especially because we were selling them at, you know, two shirts for thirty dollars, some shirts nine ninety nine. Like once we seen that we was able to actually sell a thousand shirts, I feel like we started getting three thousand shirts one at one at one point in each design. Even, but we wasn't selling our shirts for thirty dollars each one. Like just being honest, so uh, we had more of a volume strategy. And like you could sell, you know, a hundred shirts for a hundred dollars or whatever you really want to sell them for, and that could be your strategy. But for us, we wanted to get our product on more people because we knew that somebody wearing your shirt is like a walking billboard, believe it or not. Like, like it's kind of like people pay for, like, let's just say, uh, let me just throw out a designer brand. Like, people will buy a Balenciaga shirt that got Balenciaga written straight across it. And like that's kind of like free promo for Balenciaga, like honestly, you see what I'm saying? So we knew that, you know, the more apparel that we put out into the space, we knew that a lot of eyes was gonna get on this product, and that's how you make sales and make money. You need people to be um, watching what you're doing and viewing what you're doing. Traffic, you need traffic on your site, on your Instagram, on your social media platforms in order for you to make sales. Yep, and I say for me uh, to just scaling up. It's just talking about net terms. So when we first started off, um, we realized that we wanted to scale up, but it was a difference, but you know, scaling up required money. So we went to our print shop and was like, okay, you know, if we get a thousand shirts, can you, and you print them, can we pay you in 30 to 60 days later after you print the shirts? So that give us those, that time period to actually sell them, to pay them back. And then the same thing with getting a garment. So we were getting a garment and a print on net terms so basically, we were getting the shirts for free. That's really where it's at. Like, like, and that was one of the ways that we was able to get that thousand shirt or that three thousand shirt because we put it on credit and we like, like, let's just. I mean, we didn't spend our money on it, so it wasn't like we had to, you know, invest our last. We just kind of just took a risk. Yeah. You know that that what I would mostly call it. Like, we took a risk on using credit to get as much inventory as we can, and we just like, man, let's. That's really focused on pushing this product. So like, uh, I say like, just don't be afraid to get as much as you can get, because like, you know that you want to do this brand. Yeah. You're taking it serious. So why like? Lowball. Yeah, like yeah. why you you gotta think big. Like you gotta think big. Like you why why like just lowball yourself. Like why put yourself in a position? Like people like what we be saying, Ma, People want to make a million dollars, right? But they don't even got a million dollars worth of inventory, and that's the same thing. Like, if you want to make five thousand dollars in a month, you gotta have five thousand dollars worth of inventory. You see what I'm saying? But you can't even be give saying, yourself a chance. See, even give yourself a chance. Like, you can't be saying I'm about to put up ten bands this month, and you only got a thousand dollars worth of stuff. You see what I'm trying to say? So, like, um, and I mean, with you, I see you got like the joggers on and stuff. So you might, you must use manufacturers along with yeah. doing like some screen print here in the in, in the states, and that's exactly what we do too. So uh, the difference with using a manufacturer, you might have to pay for all your product up front, which could be hard starting out. But what we did was we we leveraged using that T-shirt, credit, print, credit, and then that's how we was able to build up cash flow to start using manufacturers. Hey, if you're watching this video though, like, uh, hey, make sure y'all hit that hit that like button, subscribe. Make sure since we told them about the manufacturers, about the uh, three in one. We got we got look we got we, if you go in our in the description, we got the three in one bundle. What we got manufacturers, Shopify apps, websites. You need to know everything you need. Go check that out. But um, the, another thing you were talking about the unisex. What you think, Ma? I think I think a lot of like 
Well, women. You want my, yeah, I was about to say, my honest opinion is uh, if it was my brand, I would stick currently right now because the women is a big trend. They don't have like a women's street brand. So like being that one to provide them those uh, street luxury goods right now. And it also allow you to narrow your focus. So like when you get to running ads, you just need to run them to women. So that may increase your conversion. And it just simplified things for you. So now you may be like, oh damn, my brand for women, I need to be at the Bonner Brothers show. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It just makes it, yeah, it just make it it make it more simpler for you than like I'm trying to sell it everybody. Yeah, right. and I think that's that's the issue because it's like sometimes I sometimes I don't really know what content to put out because it's like I gotta market to. But think men about and, you, you gotta like market to those women that's trying to embody the brand that you want. So you right. have a story for them, and they can relate with it more. And I think that it may be, it may give you a better chance to make that sell. Yeah, like I ain't gonna lie, like like just now, um, when we put when we post like we was doing like jogger sets, like literally just like a couple of minutes ago, probably like seventy five percent of the comments is just women, like literally, like so, it wouldn't that wouldn't be a bad place to really start to get your brand out there. You get what I mean? And um, and that's your that's your competitive advantage. Because with us, um, a lot of men buy our stuff because it's like that's the fit of everything. Um, we that, that would be the models, you know what I mean? They even be seeing us wearing it. So like, uh, I would say, you know, do use what you got to your advantage, and um, and I mean, um, still keeping a little, you know, men apparel here and there is is, is still gonna be good. Or collabing with a or collab, yes, collab yes, yes, yes. With a men's brand. Yes, collab with a men's brand and, and, and be able to bring your audience with that audience and that's how you could create like a little unisex line going on right there. That'd be actually actually some um some lit to do really. But I, but uh, real quick like what what would be the the thing that like you struggling with with your brand right now that you would say like what would be one thing that that you would need help with that can help that you think that can help you take you you know to the next level. What would be that one thing? If you could pinpoint it or anything, you know. You know. <laughs> I think it, it may be a couple things or a few things, but I feel like um, my content mm -hmm. might be the issue because I I do find myself like um, certain days I'm just like I don't know what to post or I don't know what video to make or I make something and I'm like eh, I don't really like that. So yeah. I feel like my content. Do you have like people that you could send it to and be like, how you th what you think about this? Or is it just all you 100%? Like you don't have nobody that you oh, can no, share? I, no, I have people that I uh, send it to and probably ask, but I know um, one issue I might have is I'm a perfectionist. So <laughs> a lot of the time I, I'd be too hard on myself with my content. So yeah. I do ask people sometimes and then other times I'm just like, I don't want nobody to see it till it's done. Yeah, it, it, I understand that. Um, and then what about what about like you reaching out to like, so do, do you spend any money on, on advertising whatsoever? Um, not right now. Not right now. What about uh, do you DM influencers trying to get them to wear merchandise? Um, I've DM'd a few. Like I went on a spree for like two days just DMing people. Yeah. And I got like a few likes on the messages, but never I haven't gotten any response. And, all right, and when we mean you, are you going like to Lil Baby? Are you the going top? to the oh, two? No, no, no. Right, yeah, yeah. So because we we would say start off with the local the local community first, and like just grow outside of your area. So like 
I literally, if you're in Atlanta, like everybody should know you in Atlanta right now. You shouldn't even really be worrying about my brand being around the world. You, you should be like, first, let me get my brand noticed in my county. Then let me get my brand noticed in my city. Then let me get my brand noticed in my state and then keep on branching out. And the brand gonna branch, it's gonna branch out for you as you do it. Um, but like making sure the people in your area know what you got going first. And uh, like like I said, we talked about in the last video, partnerships. Like I know they have, it's like what's your brand gonna live on? Even though right now, if, you, if, if your brand not paying you, if your brand not making the money that it won't make, like what are you doing to make that brand really valuable besides selling clothes? is the things that you gotta think about and what's gonna actually get people to support you. So even if you like, e even if you're doing a little thing like going buy $10 hamburgers from McDonald's and going out and give it to the homeless, that, you know, that's just one idea. And then, you know, you creating content about that, you know, class, believe in yourself, huh, we, we out here supporting, you know, even, even when you, if, if even when you don't got it and you doing it, people like, damn, like I know, you know, She's showing love and I already know, people that know you, I know her situation. Man, let me support. This brand really gonna be big. So doing like those type of things, like they gonna have, I'm pretty sure they got community and kids events. Just you being there and going to talk to those young women, that's them young girls, like I'm starting my brand, I'm trying, I'm, you know, I'm pushing it. And I just wanna show y'all that you can go out here and believe in yourself and make something happen. Like a lot of people feel like because they haven't arrived to what they want, they can't go out and like uplift the the, the, the next person Facts. and that build brand. Yeah, and even like uh, uh, what I was just uh, talking to my guy about yesterday, like the like the best content gonna be the content that you make right now at this moment where you in, because once you get to making a million dollars a year, like you gonna be so far ahead that people not gonna understand like really how you started. So like being able to make content right now, saying this way I'm at. But this is where I'm gonna be in five years from now. It's gonna be that, that piece of content alone gonna build your brand so much more in the future. And you gotta be open to like, like man, I wish we was so much more like transparent when we was first starting. Because like, uh, like if you believe it and like you really know that you you know you're gonna make it happen and you really you know doing your best every single day, hundred percent, like not. Not saying you're doing your best, but you're really not. Really out there doing what you need to do, you're going to get to where you're going to get to. Like, you're literally going to get there. Like, I promise you. Like, just, just speaking it out in the world alone is already putting you halfway there. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I feel like um, being more open to, like, speaking that, like, I'm about to have a multi-million dollar brand. Like, don't be afraid to put that out there because that's when the energy is literally going to start to just... You're going to start to attract those things that you need to help you get to that next level. And you got to be, your eyes got to be open to that. Like, um, uh, people be saying, um, we, we was just talking about this too. People be saying, um, um, you got to be at the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. But why not be at the right place all the time? Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Why not be in every single room that you could get in? Because you might get value. Out, like, like, we was just at, at, um, mall, at mall Daughter, um... Was at your daughter play, and the dude gave uh, the seven principles um, of uh, uh, Mr. Belton. John, um, yes, the seven principles of life, just to be successful in general. And I got so much value out of that. But like, if I would have never even went, like, 
being in that room alone gave me put put me in position um, to be successful that I didn't even know about. You know what I'm trying to say? But if we would have looked at it from a perspective of, oh, I need to be in every single room to have millionaires or billionaires, like I wouldn't even be able to get that value out of that room that day. You see what I'm saying? I just put myself in the space and I and I have that energy of I won't be successful and I'm looking around, I'm aware. You see what I'm saying? And that alone helped me get to the next level. Just being in that room, I was like, damn, I really learned something very, very valuable today that I would never thought that I would have learned being here. You see what I'm saying? So uh, really just being open to just, you know, putting, you know, being impeccable with your word, that's what the four agreements say. So make sure you speak things into existence and don't be afraid to be transparent with your audience. Like just, just be real with them. This is where I'm at, this is where I'm trying to go. I need y'all to help me go there. What, what it said in Star Wars, bro, everybody, when it, what, it, what it was, it was saying something about like, um, when you're true to your why, people want to help you. Yeah, what it, and they'll suffer inconvenience. So like, I'm a drive, th they don't have no way you can get Apple products. It's 30, 45 minutes away from here. But because I want that Apple computer so bad, I'm willing to give up, you know, 45 minutes, 45 minutes back just to get it when they got an HP 10 minutes away. You know, they got a Microsoft computer right there. Um, but you you true to that brand, so you're going to do, you know, you're going to suffer inconvenience. You're going to go, if Apple had an event, I'm pretty sure I'd be there. Just all because of, like, the brand the brand that they present. Literally, I think they had, also in the Super Bowl, one of the coolest Super Bowl commercials, it was the kid. She took the phone from her parents, and she was running around with it. You didn't see that one? She was just running around with the phone and then she had dropped it or something and then the, the parent that came and just wiped it off and just like, uh, and it just took Apple? a picture or something. It was Apple? Yeah. That's crazy. So it was just showing, like, you know, the kids be running, like basically the, the, the phone is kid proof. It was oh, yeah. kind of show. You know what I mean? But like, it's not saying what is, it, it's just showing you. Yeah. And then you resonate with it because I, you know, I got a kid, she do the same thing. And you should be dropping the phone. You're like, oh, phone she didn't broke. broke your phone like ten times already. Yeah. So like, they know, they literally know about the audience, and they just put that picture in your mind of they solved the problem. Right. Without you, right, really even noticing it. That is, yeah, I feel that. And I you feel get that, an emotional feeling about it. Um, but we also want to get everybody to make sure they like, subscribe to this channel, run us up. Right now we're talking about, we're giving you guys advice when first starting a clothing brand, gems. Also, don't forget, we got the three-in-one startup bundle where we're giving you 10 trusted manufacturers, 10 Shopify apps that we use, and over 30 uh, websites that you need when first getting your brand started. That's going to be in the description. So go ahead on to that description and check it out. All right, we got we we almost wrapping it up now. You got like one one or two more questions before the podcast ends. But um, anything that you want, to just share with the audience before we get into the last few. Questions. Let it out, let it out. Tell them everything. How your world and vision experience been? Tell them everything. <laughs> well, my world and vision experience is amazing, um, and it goes back further than just being here. Because when I first met y'all, y'all was like I said, super down to earth. Um, then being here today again, super down to earth, everything just, everything copacetic, like. <laughs> copacetic. <laughs> it ain't like nothing rigid, you know, I'm a little nervous, but you know, I'm good. Don't be nervous, only 200,000 people gonna see this video, so <laughs> there ain't nothing to be nervous about. Only 200. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> nah, facts. All right, what you got for us? What like, I, any, any more questions? Any more any, questions? Anything else? I got a couple more. Come on, talk to us. <laughs> okay, so the next one, I feel like it goes, it goes good into the next one from what we were just talking about because my next question is, how do you feel like World Envision marries the concept of your brand with the mind of your consumer? Um, so I go for just one, our, our main branding that we put out is trusting in your vision. And what we mean by that is like, like we didn't really even know what we was doing with kids. We honestly were just having fun. Until it like sparked in us, like damn, we had a brand. We were like starting a business. Our brothers wanted to start businesses. Our friends wanted to start businesses. And we like, damn, this, this brand right here is actually allowing people to trust in their vision and uh, believe in themselves and go do something outside of the norm, playing sports, going, you know, being an entertainer, a rapper, just a, the normal standard that people feel like they should do. Like a lot of people don't think that they can own a business or it, whatever it is. Like we just want, if you want to be a teacher, like do that 110% and trust in your vision at that and keep inspiring as many people as you can. So we just realized that we can inspire people through the clothes. Um, because people thought it was cool, and uh, like now we married a brand because like now we just don't get to help our people. We get to help people everywhere, like people in California, in Virginia. Shit, we get to help the people that's on our team now. Like the people that's on our team get paid, and they get to pay their bills, pay for school, do different things. Like so, it became like bigger than just us. We created something that became a culture, it became a community, and it became something that was like, damn, if you see him with that worldly shirt on, you like, yeah, he 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 different. Uh, you know, uh, uh he know what he trying to do, or you know, he he listening to podcasts, reading books, like that that person right there, he really he really trying to get ahead. Facts, facts. I I, I, I kinda agree with Marlon a hundred percent. Um, because like we really like Bro, just just reading like that book Star Wars, why it just really take your mind to another level, because people like besides you selling them a shirt for ten dollars, like what's gonna really keep them a part of what you got going on is really why you doing what you do, not what you doing. Like literally, like like into some into me at first it was like kind of like like do people really care about why you doing what you doing if it's a t-shirt brand? But like it is really real when you really go deeper. You know, into the surface with it. Like, um, people really like. Man, I had walked out. I had walked outside one day, uh, and the FedEx guy pulled up, and um, he hopped out the car. Like, man, it's really you. I watch your videos all the time, and I was just like, like, damn. Like, I'll never think, you know, selling a T-shirt. You know, people would be like, really like. He was saying that the things that we were saying in our video, he really went out and did, and he really seen real results from. Like, so I was like. Damn, like that's crazy. Like it was just, it just hit me different. You know what I mean? Don't want no wahas, huh? Don't want no wahas. That's that. That's that aha moment. That's that aha company. Company. <laughs> it's a company. Company now. Nah, real talk though. But that that would be um that would be what I would say. Like just just as far as like how uh you know our customers could resonate with World Envision. Yeah, talk to us. All right, I got one more. Talk so, to us. <laughs> so as far as, because um, I watch like a lot of entrepreneurial, I guess, podcasts or interviews, things like that. And I heard somewhere that um, when you start a business, 
and you want to develop it into a company, you have to, of course, hire employees. Mm -hmm. And basically the employees do the day-to-day -day tasks that the owner, you know, shouldn't be wor so worried about, like maybe shipping and handling and, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So the things that the owner would do would be the income producing things. Mm -hmm. So what do y'all feel like, because I feel like I struggle with that because I do everything right now. So what do y'all feel like is the income producing things in y'all this, this is Marlon's topic right here. So, so I mean, obviously you more into sales, so income producing things. But mostly, mostly talk about the working on instead of working in. All right. Uh, I mean, so what, I, what we mean by working on your business instead of in your business is, and you're going to work in your business when you first starting off. But so it's realizing like when is the time to work on it and in it. So I, you know, not to like put you on spot or anything, but not even that. It'll be, you need a mission statement. You need core values. You need, you know, procedures. Like, you know, so that's the things that you, when you get now, you are, when you thinking, you like, man, I gotta have the t-shirt design going because that's what's gonna make the money. But once you get that going good enough to, you know, have somebody help you with that, you're gonna need to start working on the business itself. And that's gonna be the thing, the intangible things, like the things that you really can't see. Like, are you showing up on time? You know what I mean? Like, are you, you know, providing a growing environment? Because like, when you become a business owner, you become a leader. You know what I mean? You're not you you choosing not to, you know, go with the normal way of things or, you know, going to uh, a traditional a job and uh, already having everything. That's why I, I encourage a lot of people to uh, go work for smaller businesses and smaller companies because you could actually develop more in the company and develop the company actually than going work for uh, Amazon or Apple who already have everything in line for you to follow. And when you get out of line, it's like, whoa, you're getting out of line. This, that's not what we want. But here, it's like, damn, you figured something else out, new? Like, no shit, Amazon. No like, shit, let's Amazon. do that. Like, you know, that's a great <laughs> idea. You know, it's so much. We, we have departments that haven't even been developed yet that just come, like, we just started this Activate Your Vision. Like, that's a whole department itself, but we going out and putting on events and giving knowledge outside. But that take people to dedicate themselves to it. And we just started that this year. So there's so many other things that we still don't have yet that small companies like, and people could come in and develop them and feel, feel more value, I would say. And, uh, like everybody as the, growing together instead of... Instead of it yeah. already being grown. Right. It's grown already. Um, and just on the leadership side of it, like at the end of the day, you gotta be getting better, period. Cause that, like nobody not gonna wanna follow you if you not like putting them in position to be great. Or if you not getting the knowledge it take to be great. You know, so that's the main thing when working on your business, you should be getting knowledge so that you could bring back to your group. It's like, you, now that you're working on your business, you're going to do the, the knowledge hunting so that you could bring it back to the tribe and be like, all right, look what we got. Let's, like, we got this, let's do this, let's get this, let's make this better right here. Instead of, is you may be shipping out the artists, like you said. Facts, I, same thing with Marlon saying, I'm thinking about it in my head, it's literally like you done built up a little bitty empire and you gotta go out and hunt and, and, and fish and go bring resources back to continuously build with what y'all got going on. And um, I say like me, by me and Marlon being like partners, like it really like is, is like a balance because it is hard for one person to do a, a lot of those things that we do. I kinda, I think so much more about the actual tangible part and Marlon think more about the intangible 
which is just as important. You know, at, at one time I was like, yeah, it's all about the hottest shirt. It's all about throwing these, this money on this Facebook ad. But really, if you don't really have that structure and that base, ain't no order ain't even going to get shipped out. Like, uh, order might get shipped out two weeks later. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, it ain't going to be... It ain't gonna be consistent. Consistency is is really what makes our company great. Like, and um, you know, us being a team is uh, you know, we have consistency as a team. You know, and and us being together, like one may slack, but the other one could help pick them up. And I say, just as far as you, you know, being by yourself, it's gonna be a time where you're gonna have to let other people come help you. You know what I mean? And, and you're gonna have to realize that on Even your own. Even if you gotta buy them lunch. Even that's if you got, start, our that's first how we started off. Hired, we bought them lunch. That's we how bought we them lunch. Them. That's how we shout out to them. Shout out to them if y'all watching this video. Real talk. With Eli, Richard, Theron. Yo, I think that was all of them too. Yeah, um, and I was on the sewing machine. I, <laughs> I was on the sewing machine, show, sewing everything, man. Shout out to them boys. We went and get them boys the hut. And we ain't go to walk-ons or TGI Fridays or, or whatever. <laughs> five dollar plates. We went to the hut. Five dollar boxes. You hear me? Five dollar boxes. Real talk. But um, really, I would say the the smartest thing to do is just like, like, and, and I'm not good at this. Marlon better, way better at this than me. But writing everything down that you do, like really like putting everything down that you do, like uh, and, and and really checking out the things that you need to specifically be doing and, and then kind of throwing the other things in another boat while saying, I could bring somebody on the team, you know, to help me do these things. You see what I'm saying? Because you gonna have to do it. Like, I mean, show me a person that did it all by themselves, you know, and, and it became a billionaire. I love to meet them because that person is a genius. Hey, but people may be like, LeBron did it all by himself. He got all his talent. He made it to the league. Oh no, I'm sure if LeBron then came on here and told his story, I'm sure it's people that helped him on his journey to help him get the if if it wouldn't be for the Lakers itself or whatever bad if it wouldn't be for the NBA, would there be a LeBron? You see what I'm trying to say? So you all you gonna need something like without that platform, would it be LeBron? Would it like everything that came all those pieces come together, like even even for the NBA. Without the LeBrons and the Michael Jordans, would they be an NBA? You see what I'm trying to say? So every, all the pieces really come together. Even though that LeBron may think he's the most important basketball player, I promise you, without the NBA, it wouldn't be him. So it really is like kind of like a like a balance thing. You know what I mean? So uh, really just try to figure out what the things that you don't necessarily have to be doing, that anybody could come out here and do, which is we could easily point that out. Fold a T-shirt. Customer service. Well, everybody can't do customer service. Well, I'm saying, but that's something you could pass down. I know, I know, yeah. I know. But mo mostly just folding a shirt. Let's just put it as simple as that. Like the owner of a brand folding a shirt, like you could be spending your time on something else. You get what I mean? And and you could be improving the company. Like so, in uh, it, and I mean, you gonna have to do it when you start out. But uh, be, you know, trying to move up, trying to make ten thousand a month, twenty thousand a month, you gonna you gonna need other other people to help you. Out. All right, Nick. Before we get out of here, we gotta give a you know one. T I give a one great tip. You know, to leave out of here with to get that. Or tips when you leave here, you must immediately start doing to you know generate ten thousand dollars a month. You know what I mean? And I go first. So I start off with you know one. You gonna need to get knowledge. And what I mean by that, if you're not actively reading books, listening to podcasts, you know, putting yourself in that environment um, to get the things that you need, opportunities are created. Not, you know, they, you, they just don't come. 
uh, it, it, it come because of whatever you was doing. So when that opportunity did happen, it was because of something you did three to six months ago in the past. Well, now you're able to step into that opportunity and it'll take full advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, two going to be the people you surround around you are going to make or break you. Uh, what I mean by that is like, if they're not like really believing or really understanding, or even if they're not doing the, the first task of getting knowledge, too, it may like hurt you on your journey because right now you need as much knowledge as you could get. You need as much different, or you know, excellent, not saying excellent opinions, but people that's like heading in the right direction. Like you talking to us because we own brands. You know what I mean? You're not going to go talk to somebody that's maybe selling water they may have the same, you, you may, can utilize some of their strategies, sales strategies, but they're not going to be able to tell you how to run a clothing brand. You know what I mean? And then the last thing going to be really like, one is going to be skill-based. So improving your sales skills, like you're going to have to be able to get out here and sell. Like you're going to have to be able to, or put somebody else in position that can't do that. So like you're going to have to sell. Like no matter, you're going to have to go out there and shut a mission, shut a brand, push it. Um, and then uh, adding to the, the other skills is going to be financial skills. Like, so a lot of people when managing their company or businesses, even personal self, like their financial literacy isn't there. And like, that's like very, very important in a company because like you could be, let's just say, you know, you make $100, you feel like, damn, I made $100. But did you, did you, did you factor in the cost of goods? Did you factor in the marketing? Did you factor in? If you really had to pay somebody to do what you did, you know, like you got to be thinking about those things um, to definitely scale your business. And financials is very, very important. Um, and you getting a, even if you're making a hundred dollars, you need to have a QuickBooks and seeing, oh, I spent that money on bags. Uh, I spent this money here. Definitely knowing your uh, numbers. And then I say the last skill you're gonna need is really patience and understanding. Like patience with yourself, patience with other people, and understanding. Like we got 30 people. At one time we had almost 50 people. So that's 50 other human beings. Like they got goals, they got dreams, they got parents, they got lives, they got school, they got everything. So you gotta be uh, understanding and, and be able to like continue to put them in that position. And I give one more, and it's gonna be the leadership. Like you're gonna have to like take yourself uh, and put yourself in a leadership role. Like, cause a uh, a lot of people think that when they having their brand, like you said, it's just gonna all be about them. But that's the reason why that their brand still where it's at because they still looking at it like it's all about them and not looking at themselves as a leader. And how can I get other people to you know join a? How can you help? It's really about how can you help him get to accomplish his goal. That's the only reason why he gonna come here and, and, and help. You know, how can you help him get to where he need to be? Or how can you help that, that young lady get to where she need to be? Um, so it's all about uh, those, I guess, four little. That was like 10, bro. You really went in. Right. Man, my bad. What you got? What you got for us? Hey, I feel like you, I'm over here thinking about what I'm about to say. You didn't, you didn't hit the next thing that I was just about to say. I'm like, Lord. All right, if you got one. Hey, I'm, uh, this is the one I, I, did, I, did, I do want to just put out there. And I'm going to just put this one. Create as much content as possible. Like, don't, let's just say one piece of content get 30 likes, and then your next one get 1,000, then your next one get 25, and then you keep getting 25, keep, don't let that stop you from continuously to create. Because you're gonna find that thing that works, and once you find that thing that works, keep duplicating that. Like, like just because we told the story of us creating a brand 
you know, with 12 shirts two years ago, not saying that we're not going to tell that same story. You didn't told him maybe 600 times in one year. I didn't told him 600 <laughs> different times how we started a brand with only $120. You see what I'm trying to say? And that is the niche. That's literally, that is it. That That's the why right there. So, like, like, just because you posted it once, you know, don't mean you can't switch up the delivery of it. You know what I mean? So, find your most engaging piece of content and try to keep on recreating that with different delivery. You see what I'm trying to say? Like what Ma just said with Apple. Like Apple showed the same thing that they've been promoting just through a different type of delivery. You see what I'm trying to say? So um, just keep creating content, bro. Like, especially like... Not the ad. Did you see the one where they was shooting all the movies? Oh, yeah. The cinematic. Uh, they showed a cinematic like feature. A, 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 some, a, it was like a movie in your pocket. Yeah. Something they said at the end, but basically they, they did show Hollywood or something in your pocket. Yeah. Like they showing you that you could film... Hollywood movies with this phone without telling you, without telling you, buy the phone, though. Like, they know what you want to do with the phone and they just show it to you. Man, hey, we need, I hope Apple watching this video because we need a check. We need a, a check. <laughs> I hey, need the sponsorship. We got, we, <laughs> <laughs> we got all these gadgets, man. We, we got to get the sponsorship. I need you to lead the audience with something. Tell them something. Any special shout outs, anything that you want to share with them, like, real talk. Give them. Give us the outro. Give us the outro. Okay, so. All right, look. Come back. Come back with as much. I want here, I need, as I want much power, passion energy. and power that energy. you got. All right? You doing this for the women entrepreneurs out here. They got to feel it. Let's go. Let's get it. All right, so I own a clothing brand it's called Clash by Shantia. I want y'all to go ahead and follow that. The Instagram is clash.by.shantia. Um, I think that you should support my brand because I am a woman entrepreneur. I started by myself. I do have people around that I can, you know, talk to and help me out. But I started this by myself and I was scared, nervous, didn't know what I was doing when I started, but I started. And I think that's the main thing, just getting started. Yep. And yep. that's what I want to leave Any shout outs? Any shout outs? Who you want to shout out? Who you want to give a shout out to? <laughs> Who you want to give a shout out to? Um... I'm gonna give a shout out to my sister. Both okay, of my okay, okay, <laughs> okay. One sis. of my sister's name is uh, Jamika. We call her Nudie. My other sister name is Lamaya. We call her Maya. I call her little homie. That's like my best friend. Um, man, shout out to Nudie and little homie, man. Let's get it. Facts. <laughs> Let's and get it. Marlon Watts, co-owner, CEO of World of Vision. We are back on the Activate Your Physics podcast. Man, it was a great one. Thank you. This one was we special. Are out. This one was special. <laughs>